Hi, I'm Corey Hawkins. I'm Susan Wilson-Blatter. And welcome to What's Growing On with Corey and Susan. Um, today, we're going to be talking about, it says the uh, 5th of April. Hopefully, I'll be able to get this posted pretty quick now that we've got, I got the kinks all worked out. So it should be just a couple of days before we're posted. And we're talking about <clears throat> what we've got going on in our gardens right now and then what, you know, our, our immediate plans are. Uh, I know I'm going to be doing some work in the soil. So we can talk about that. And yeah. So what do you got growing on, Susan? Last night I heard you were still, you're about to start tilling in your garden. You didn't have a whole lot growing outside. You had bulbs happening in your beautiful greenhouse. Um, you said you grew, were growing peas in your greenhouse. You had all kinds of starts started. How, how's Bill everything? Billions of starts. Yes, started. <laughs> yes the list was long. <laughs> it is a long one and it's grown. Um, so we, we did till the garden and then um, we tilled it a, a little more yesterday just because I'm gonna plant today. I kind of put off planting outside except for my sweet peas. Mm -hmm. So um, I planted all my sweet peas I had potted up which were lots and lots and then I put more seed out. And then we got that kind of nasty weather we had and their starts and they had been hardened off, but not hardened off for the weather we had. So yeah, it got cold then, the past couple nights were cold too. Mm. Not hardened off for chickens. So the, is there such a thing? Is there a thing? Cause I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing either. And not, my chickens have um, free range of the world. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they, they it's not like they're eating the sweet peas, but the soil is nice where the sweet peas went. You know, it's fertilized and there's new compost and, you know, why not check it out and then throw <laughs> the plant aside while you're doing it. So, you know, I knew this would happen. But anyway, so the sweet peas are in there, they're hanging on and I planted some seed too. So um, I made a rhubarb crisp yesterday out of the rhubarb I had mm. growing, mm -hmm. which... Um, it's not to everybody's taste, but it is to my family's taste. Yeah, I like rhubarb. I do. <laughs> Mine is not very big, though. I think my rhubarb is nowhere near harvestable, but it's in a shadier spot. So it only gets like afternoon sun. So yeah. it takes a little while to develop. But yeah, yeah. It, mine wasn't, I'm not saying it was abundant. I'm, I picked it. It took me a while to get enough little yeah. pieces. But anyway, we did that. And I've got, um, what else is happening out there? Oh, the garlic looks good. Do you plant garlic in the fall? I didn't. Yeah. I was going to, and then I, because I'm redoing the garden, well, I was like, I don't even know where I'd put it. So, mm. yeah, garlic looks good. I put a lot of bulbs out there too, and they look good. Um, what do you I, do with your garlic? Um, nothing special. I mean, yeah. I, um, I, I make, we eat lots of pesto. Okay. I eat a lot of garlic in general, and I it's never grow enough. Oh, you never grow enough? No, no. And I, I don't know why that's not a, uh, I don't know why I don't huh. plant enough. Um, because it does well and it's an easy thing to grow. Yeah, but know. it only keeps for so long. I mean, it keeps longer than a lot of things, but yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? So I did a lot of divisions. I, di or I uh, divided my chives and I divided a lot of stuff. Um, the, the sedums, I think I was dividing sedums before. Sedums, I have lovage. Have I ever talked to you about lovage? Oh yes, I think I did. It's an yeah. herb, 
It's mm-hmm. an herb. It grows tall. You use it in Bloody Marys. Enough said there. It's like celery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I might need to grow some of that. Well, I will hook you up with Beloved <laughs> because once you have it, you always have it. It's not, I don't know, it grows with a big root like a carrot, mm-hmm. but it moves around the garden. You tell me how. I don't know. How does that big root divide itself and move from, you know, 40 feet over? I don't know. I don't know. But it's coming up very well where it wants to. Um, so um, put in some new raspberry canes. you have raspberries? We do not have raspberries. Um, it, it, it should be so easy. Raspberries are easy. Every place I've ever lived before. This place, I kind of got scattered. I put loganberries, black or loganberries, tayberries, marionberries, raspberries, early raspberries, late raspberries. It's all a big cluster. Mm-hmm. It's a big cluster mess. And so um, I just want raspberries. I just want raspberries. I can live without the others. I like them, but. um, So now will raspberries do okay in areas that have like, uh, you know, full sun for part of the day and then dappled sun for the rest or do they like full sun? um, Yes and yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. They like full sun and they do, they do okay with partial. All right. Maybe I'll put them back behind my house where the blackberries are really thriving. (laughs) <laughs> I am at war with those blackberries right now. Like, you know, we've made a lot of progress in this last year, but this I'm going to share more about this project behind my house on Instagram because you got to see it to believe it. I mean, we've made a lot of progress. Every ounce of me hurts like I can't even oh, describe, but we're going to have really good planting space once we get that back area all terraced off and I've been trying to figure out what to put there. So maybe raspberries is the thing to put one of the things, cause I know my kids and my husband love raspberries, but I just never wanted to bother. <laughs> I've never had a really good place for them either where it was like, like I wasn't worried about them encroaching on other things. And so I just had, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so good and they're so expensive to buy. Yeah. And yeah. And they're never fresh enough when you buy them anywhere unless you know they go rotten in days and like a day it's, it's sad <laughs> it is sad it, it is sad but it just it just makes you want to grow them more so um that's about all that's happening outside for me do you have anything um growing happening up. in your beds no no gone. i and i'm struggling right now i'm trying to figure out with the with the garden redo, do I really want to do it? Because this project I'm working on is hard and it's going to take probably the rest of the year. And I don't work that kind of labor in the summertime. When Once it gets to be mid-June, whatever uh, manual labor there is to do outside, I'm stopping. <laughs> so yeah. I do yeah. maintenance and weeding in the summer and that's about it. So I'm trying to figure out if it's if it's worth the time or if I should just dig out a trench and put in a French drain and just use it as is because then I can start planting much sooner. Um, I do have, I have a couple of artichokes growing. They were from last year. Um, and my rhubarb is doing good. But that's, yeah, all I've got in my beds. I've got seeds started. My tomatoes are doing really well. But they're yeah. like, I'm, I'm totally confused about these tomatoes. Because they're all brand new seeds, with the exception of one kind, and it's doing fine. But these seeds are like sporadic. I've got a couple of tomato plants that are like six inches tall already. And then from the same 
batch. I've got little, like they haven't even barely gotten a set of their true leaves. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? They're in the same set of circumstances, same soil, same everything. But some of them are way far ahead and some of them don't seem like they're doing anything. So, but I got a lot of them, <laughs> a whole well, lot of them. There you go. So <laughs> there'd be a lot less to have to give away or compost. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So what are you, what kind are you growing? So let's see. Well, like, you know, I don't really know much about varieties. I just go on, you know, the description that you get from the seed catalog. But um, I like to do at least one or two types of Roma tomatoes. So I've got this Pomodoro Squisito. I don't know what that is. And um, oh, I don't know what's the other one. Uh, I've got a Grandma Slicing Tomato. These are all from Territorial. And a bunch of different cherry tomatoes. And then I've got one, I don't know how to pronounce it, Cure de Blue, de Boo. It's a giant heirloom tomato. It's like, you know, the size of my head. Um, and I grow it just to see if I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a tomato out of this by the time the, the season's over? Uh, last year I got like, I had four of these plants and I think I got like eight tomatoes. <laughs> well, you know... Not but they really were like nice. the size of pumpkins. These things were huge. And they were yeah, tasty. I mean, they were good. We but, don't usually get them that big. But it's fun to grow um, different tomatoes, you know, and especially ones that you don't see in the nursery. It's fun to go through a seed catalog and, although, and pick and choose. Yeah. 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 But, so. Yeah. And that's about all. I mean, I've you know, it's about all I've got planted right now. I will this week... Um, start zucchini and uh, yellow squash and my pumpkins and um, some sunflowers because I like to you know do succession with the sunflowers so I've got some that are bigger to start with and then I'll try to do the seeds in the ground and see how that goes otherwise I'll be planting a whole nother round of <laughs> sunflowers. You know um, I took that uh, flower gardening course this last winter and I have a spreadsheet on planting for my uh, area and mm -hmm. so I have dates when I should be planting and sunflowers are in there and it like I should have already planted now I don't usually plant non-pollen sunflowers I I plant sunflowers for the bees and the yeah. birds same. I am. I need. To, I need. I have seed for cutting sunflowers. It's a whole different game. And I'm supposed to have already started it. And I keep thinking, God, this is early. God, this is early. And too, like I think I told you, I like to start mine in the ground. Yeah. So, so much I'm gonna. I mean, I was supposed to already start those sunflowers, and I haven't. They're on my list, and I've just drug my feet. I don't know why. I think I. I should try it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've. I you know, I think we've talked about this before. I've started some in the greenhouse and planted some next to it. And I've done this with pumpkins too and zucchini. <laughs> and the ones that are planted in the ground seem to grow just as quickly as the ones that I start in the greenhouse. Like they end up in the yeah. same place at, at some point. Um, but it is nice to have something to put in the ground. And with the sunflowers, you know, I got that vole issue. If I start them in the greenhouse, at least I know I'll have those even if, you know, they're not that much more successful than the one. But yeah, losing the seeds 
it makes it worth it to start them. But I don't have the space in here. This year it's bad. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put this stuff. I think the geraniums that I have in here taking up all this space can probably go out maybe in another like three weeks. Maybe. Yeah. And then hopefully that'll make up some room. This summer, I decided I'm not growing anything in the greenhouse during the summer. I usually will put some warm crops in here, like peppers and um, watermelon right. and eggplant and stuff. I'm not growing anything in here. And I'm going to buy an extension kit for this greenhouse because we have a Sun Glow. Here's a little plug. Sun Glow greenhouses. They're out of Kent or Auburn, Washington. I can't remember which. I love this greenhouse. It's like 20 plus years old. It's been with me through a couple of marriages and a couple of homes and three kids. And it is rock solid, this thing is. So, and it's expandable. So I can just buy another section or oh, two or three. Oh, wasn't that a clever thought when they were making <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then when I do that, I'll probably upgrade the shelves and stuff. Because these shelves are like the closet made wire <laughs> shelves there. Not very, you know, and they're old. So, um, but yeah, that was a little tangent. Anyway, so... I don't know yeah, where well, I was going with all that. <laughs> it's the opposite because my my greenhouse is, is way different. And we put, uh, we have five big, large beds. They're probably about five or six feet long by just wide enough to reach over wide, maybe two feet, maybe 18 inches. So I'm going to grow a lot. Last year we had two beds and the tomatoes I grew did the best in there. I grew tomatoes, peppers, and mm -hmm. basil, just, you, just, you know, the hot stuff, the stuff I like that's hot weather. And this year I'm going to do more. And I've got five beds and I really have only got peas in there now. Well, oh, I have tulips in there. So you can plant your, and I don't know if we talked about this before, but you can plant tulips or any spring blooming um, bulb, I guess, early in the ground in a cold greenhouse. So half of my greenhouse has some heat and half of it doesn't. It's, it's warmer than the outside, but it's not heated. So I have been picking tulips, cutting tulips, but what you're supposed to do as a grower is pull it up by the bulb. You pull the whole thing up and you can store them for a couple good weeks in a cool spot. Now, I don't have a walk-in cooler and I don't have anything like that, but I do have cold weather right and cold garage and um but they have been so they have been so beautiful my it's just like we're, we're there's tulips everywhere here and I've learned some lessons already I'm cutting mine and putting in in bouquets but um of course it makes sense to um get the longer ones mm. and I have some shorter ones and I didn't even think about it I, I was probably at Costco and went oh that's pretty oh that's pretty oh that's pretty mm -hmm. so the shorter ones don't have the impact of course they have an impact in a garden in a landscaped area but not so much as a cut flower yeah they don't have so, the, um, the height so, and they're so they're gone so they're toast after you of course after you pull up the bulbs and i need that space so even the ones i cut i'm going to just pull those bulbs up too and then you'll just what replant those bulbs next year yeah maybe <laughs> i mean <laughs> i might just you know try to not not officially no. no maybe it's an it's, it's an option we don't know it's an option, take but it. it sounds like a lot of work to to wait for them to die back because i want that space i want to put um 
other stuff in there. So, well, can you keep them uprooted and then let them die back and then cut them and save them? Or, I I don't think so because I think they need as much nutrients as they can get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think if I pull them up, they wouldn't get that. So I have some I probably could leave to die back, and and use the other space around them for stuff. But um, but you know what I thought was kind of important to talk about. I don't know what level of gardeners are listening to here. To us. All kinds, I'm assuming. I'm just um, going to assume. <laughs> is, um, is our additions to our soil, our compost. And um, we've gotten a few loads from a couple different places locally um, of compost. And there's a big difference in what you get. Mm -hmm. um, but even, and so that is, is so important. And I remember um, not really understanding when I first started gardening, because I grew in wonderful soil. Um, I don't know, I'll, and I'll, usually wonderful so soil will stay wonderful for a while. And then suddenly you're like, oh, why is things not growing quite right? Oh, I have to well, work this soil. We had a place in Oregon and, and, uh, and I have taken uh, two semesters in soils one and two. So I learned a little bit about soils and all soils are, are graded in the, in the world, in the United States. So there's levels of, of great soil in the ground. And the best is, funny name, prime farmland. And that's what we had in Oregon. So I really did very little fertilizing and I grew the best crops ever. And I kind of thought, oh, this is easy, but it wasn't so easy once we started moving away. So compost is ideal and whether you buy it or you make it or um, it's better than fertilizing, but I think both are necessary. Um, that, that's the way I garden. I, I use new compost, add it to my soil, and I also fertilize. What do you it? use for a for fertilizer? Depends. Um, in when I first start my seedlings, I'll use a liquid like fish fertilizer. Mm -hmm. um, and I have, last year I made um, compost tea out of, um, what is that plant that takes comfrey? Mm. For some reason, I have a backyard that is a yard. It's like a prison yard. It's, <laughs> like, it's not like a garden. Honest <laughs> to God, Corey. It, 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 there's nothing. There's, there's some foundation plantings. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. And because we have um, oftentimes three dogs, but always now two and, and two pigs, they get to be out there. They don't get to root it up, although they do. I mean, it, it's just not pretty. It's not <laughs> pretty. And they planted, this is an older house and it was an enormous farm area here. Um, it, the, the people that built this house last name were, were Cooper. And this used to, we talked to the neighbors, this used to be called Cooperstown, this area, oh. because they had so much acreage and they grew strawberries. For some reason, they didn't grow ornamentals or gardens, but they had a patch of comfrey kind of in the middle of the, on off to the side. It just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> I'm digressing here. They also That's have right. a couple poppy plants, but um, so comfrey never goes, the roots are like, 
if you've ever grown concrete, there's there's newer concretes that don't spread so much, but it will last. I mean, when the apocalypse comes, there will still be concrete. Yeah, I have oregano that grows like that. Like I don't, I've it won't it won't go away. Is it edible or ornamental? It's edible. Well, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Well, concrete can be used um, in a fertilizer. You can. It, it is a great fertilizer. You can make. Um, compost tea out of it or you can just put it in the ground or you can anyway I, I dig, digressed all over the place but I've used that for a fertilizer but in I try to use I always use an organic I don't always use um vegan fertilizer mm. which I would like to but I I don't so, so what um, hold on now what I, I didn't know there was such a thing as vegan fertilizer what's what goes in fertilizer that's non-vegan? Blood meal? Oh, blood meal, feather meal. Uh, oh. mm. Yeah, there's, there's lots. <laughs> bone meal, yeah, there's lots. But down to earth is, is, the, is the most common uh, company. And it's out of Eugene, where I used to live. Uh, they make down to earth vegan fertilizer. I and no you can idea. use it for little things. And I, I like to. It makes me feel better. But I do use, um, you know. I will use regular fertilizer because my compost also has either dairy or cow or, and we have chickens. So I use my chickens, um, not chickens, but they're, they're chips. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're all over the board. What I try to do and what I do are oftentimes two different things. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so, this... so, so I think that's a good spot. And oh, I had a soil test done this year. You ever done that? You grew on beds. So yeah, yeah, but I still should get my soil tested. <laughs> and do yeah. I? No, <laughs> I know I should. It's pretty easy. It's not very expensive. Um, we were just a field before we started our garden. And um, so I've had it done a couple times. I don't know how often we're supposed to have it done. Um, but I'm, uh, I was low on phosphorus. Hmm. So, um, uh, so I bought a bag of phosphate and I not, you just need to put it on pretty quick before you plant it because it just, it, it's it dissipates no quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, are you near any waterways? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're not. So according to the Master Gardeners, I, I live right above uh, a salmon creek. So all of our water goes down to that salmon creek eventually. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Careful. Oh, yeah. We, we aren't like, we aren't like that kind of waterways. Okay. We're like a ditch and soggy ground. Yeah. So I have to be, I personally have to be careful because between, you know, that the um is it the phosphorus that's feeding all that um bad algae there's like probably that, yeah probably so that, that's why they've they recommend anybody that's on um because it's we're on a um natural growth protection area like we can't develop a whole lot of our property because it's up against that um which means the people on the other side of the creek can't either which i like so that means for a long time at least until we're protecting those you know stop protecting the salmon which I don't see happening, but it could. Um, I won't be seeing people building houses <laughs> behind that's great. us. That's great. That's, that's one thing. I do Sanders like that. Loss is 
your game. Yes. So how long did it take to get the results from the uh, soil test? Well, it's quick because they just sent them to you online. Okay. Real quick. I think you could get more detailed ones. I think mine was $30. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't as detailed as one I'd done before when I was taking a class in, in farming. Um, but it hit the high notes on it for me to let me know. So, yeah, I should do that. Maybe I'll try to do that before. Maybe I'll do that today and get online and do some research about where to send yeah. it. Um, Cause if I do that, then I know what to do when I rebuild everything. Which yeah, I, that's true too. That's yeah. true too. Yep. 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 So, all right. Well, what do you have going on in the immediate future? You got, are you, you're planting more flowers. What else? Because that's my succession. And then I'm doing my outdoor thing. So Johnny's seed has promised me my best potatoes in the world and all also, you know, most expensive potatoes in the world will be coming <laughs> within the next couple of days. So I will get my potatoes in because my soil is dry enough. It's not too wet. I'll get my Yeah, my soil in. is surprisingly dry, even with the problems that I have. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. Um, so I'm going to get, um, so I have some beets started. I used to not do that, but, um, but it works out okay to start your beets before you put them in the ground. I love oh. beets. Yeah, I love beets too. I've never started beets before at like as transplants. Yeah. You'll well, have to let me, have you done it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it yeah. works, huh? Works good. So beets and I'll put some carrots in and I, somebody gave me a, a big clump of, um, I don't know if they're called, I don't know if they're the traveling onions, but it's just more like the onion. It's not that you don't get the bulbs mm. at the top. So um, I'll put those in and so a few um, salad things in there in the ground today, for tomorrow um, with this week. And then I haven't been to a, that's not true. I went to a nursery last week. And I see everything out. So Swiss chard and spinach and lettuce and stuff that is, I can't, I can, I can grow lettuce and then put transplants out, but I like it from seed too, just yeah. in the garden. Yeah. Um, so just about everything that's in the nurseries now, you almost can put out, but I just feel like they still need some protection. I think so too. Well, it yeah. got cold. It's been cold the past couple of nights. It was, you know, below 40 when I came out this morning and the wind yesterday was like bitter bitter wind yeah bitter yeah wind. no I think it's still too early or at least I'm telling myself that because I have to wait to put things out now if I could put things out right now <laughs> we'd be having a different conversation yeah. oh it's fine yeah. it'll be fine they'll be fine so let me ask you Susan how do you grow your potatoes do you grow them just in the ground or you grow them in towers or what what's your experience well, because there? we have a big garden, I grow them in the ground. So I'll, um, so I'll cut them, you know, and least make sure there's one or two eyes on every cut. And then I put my, I let them sit and then I put them in, um, I roll them in sulfur, powdered sulfur, which is a uh, fungicide and keeps them from molding right away. Mm, the ground mm -hmm. is too wet. I don't know why, I, I don't know where I got that from, but I've always done that. And I'll plant them, you know, maybe six inches down and a good 18 inches apart. And last year, 
well, last year was Potatoville. I couldn't <laughs> say no to any little sprout that came up from the previous year. So You're such a sucker. Between your potatoes and your pigs, you can't I say just, no. But not this year. It's just going to be the Pinto Golds. I'm not, I don't, I like Ozettes. If you had me over for dinner and you had Ozettes for dinner with your whatever else you were having, I would say, oh, these are delicious. But a little Ozettes go a long way. You're, yeah. You know, you can't, for a basic cook, you know, for bake or boil or, you know, mash or anything, Ozettes are not, well, you know, you can take a little Ozette and actually you can roast it and then smash it and it's pretty good. Mm. But, um, but I just like these, I, I told you before, they're called Pinto Golds and they're just all purpose, best tasting prettiest potato in the world the prettiest so, potato what makes them what makes a potato pretty they are um the skin it's red and yellow it looks mm. like somebody has partially peeled it Ooh. and it's a thin skin so you know it's, it's not like a russet where you're you know you know dealing with that meanness yeah. um they're just and they last forever and, and these are pinto golds you get them from johnny's I get them from Johnny's. I think I've seen them someplace else, but I got them from Johnny's. And Johnny's uh -huh. like, is de like, as Johnny says, you don't need these potatoes until April and you're not going to get them until April. Whereas <laughs> I ordered them, you know, months ago, they decide. Yeah, well, they, they decide. Know Johnny's decide. They well, they're probably they not do. ready. It's probably more of a of a readiness thing but i don't know it seems like a control thing to me Corey. I just, you know, I rebel susan hope. can't be controlled don't, don't tell me when to plant my potatoes <laughs> and um and anyway then i heal my potatoes and not some people grow them in containers and it's the same kind of thing but i'll just because i leave so much space around them i keep borrowing and borrowing so i have a big mound mm -hmm. of uh potatoes and they're all kind of growing in that mound and on the ground. And and uh, and I start stealing potatoes. Um, when I grew up back in the olden days with a very old stepfather and a mother, we had um, one of the first things out of the garden was creamed new potatoes and peas. So mm. it's really, it's shelling peas. So who grows shelling peas anymore? But back 50 years, <clears throat> 55 years ago, <laughs> you could, uh, that's all they had. They didn't, they didn't have snap or, or. Um, no. Or, yeah. yeah. So shelling, I mean, I remember sitting on the back porch and shelling and shelling and shelling peas. But anyway, it was new peas and, or peas and new potatoes. And you just make a white sauce. And boiled boiled potatoes they're little because they're new and the peas and it was like it's a spring dish to me so oh, it sounds good it doesn't come that early here in this state but in southern Oregon it did so it is good and it takes me back so um I don't grow shelling peas anymore either it's such a waste a pain in the butt yeah, yeah. given what they would give yeah for what yeah. they cost and the time yeah. no 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 yeah. no we, um, the past couple of years have grown our t uh, potatoes in like a, I guess like a, I want to say like a cage. So we take, um, you know, the, the garden fencing or, or like, what's that called? The hog wire or whatever yeah, yeah. and create a s circular cage and line it with burlap. 
and we uh, plant the, the potatoes. And then as they grow, we add the soil and add the soil and add the soil. So, the, you know, the burlap keeps the stuff in. And then at the end of the season, we just open up the fence and oh. all everything just falls right out. <laughs> falls right out. It's really quite wonderful. It is. Um, because in my way, you're always stabbing a potato here and there when you, yeah. yeah. No, it just blah, 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 falls right out. You might have to try a couple of those to see. Well, we always have that temporary fencing around. I mean, there uh -huh. between the chickens and the dogs and the garden, we've had much need for those for the temporary fencing. I, we've got hundreds of feet of it just hanging out. So I was like, well, let's just try this. And it worked out really well. So that was fun. Well, maybe I'll have to figure out, I'm going to have to figure out where to put that stuff. So, hmm. Yeah, that, no, that's a great idea. I think I'm going to try some of that. Just yeah. just for, just because I, too, have lots of fencing and I, too, have burlap bags. So, wow, what's to stop me? Yeah. Find something new. Anyway, yeah. So, where, have you found a place to sell your flowers? I haven't done anything. I had a setback. I, um... Had some health stuff happening. Oh no! Like, just like old women joints wearing out. My <sighs> knees are messed up, and my back was messed up. Same. And then when my back got messed up, I went to the doctor, and he gave me um, uh, a steroid. And really, you don't want to be around me on a steroid. And nobody. I am the same way. I get roid rage bad. <laughs> Oh my God. And so it just like cut like a week and a half out of my life. Mm. Um, I didn't want to visit with anybody because I was such a witch. And, um, you know. You say and, that like it's a bad thing. You say, <laughs> she means a witch with a B because witches are fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I really have it. So I'm just now kind, kind of coming back to my charming self. And so um, besides my... Um, Miller's produce stand, which I dreamed about last night. So mm. that tells me I need to go. I know Get, they're open. Getting action. I need to go. Um, but I do have my business license. Um, for some reason, I messed up and I didn't get my reseller's permit. So I need to do that today. And um, yeah, I, it's hard to know if my body will cooperate. I, I think um, if I'm how I'm, I'm insecure on how well the joints are going to hang out. Um, this summer so yeah I um, have the same I have scoliosis so my low back has been a mess it wasn't a problem for a long time but the past year it's become a mess and I think part of that is that I've been sitting on the couch too much um but then I that creates a sciatica so yeah. like I've got pain then going down my left my right leg and then my right knee is messed up and I'm not I'm sure it's related but oh man yeah I feel like things you know, if something's wrong, I mean, it makes sense. Everything in that area or that side is going to be affected. Yeah. Um, did the steroids help your back? They did. Hmm. Ask me if I do it again. No. No. Because, um, it, it was just horrible. Besides not sleeping, which also always makes me a joy to be around. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had to take, you know, the, whatever they have, those seven day packs where you start off with a whole ton of steroids and then wean your way off. I did that. Um because I had like this idiopathic rash after I had my son and it wouldn't go away. It wouldn't go away. They couldn't figure out what it was. So they're like, here, just like throw steroids at it. I got like 
three days in and I was like, and I was, you know, dealing with all the postpartum stuff and I was already wow. exhausted. And I was like, I think that I'm going to kill somebody. I could just, I'm just everybody stay away. It was horrible. So, but my skin looked great. <laughs> <That's the kind laughs> upside of, of steroids is that your and the, skin And the child great. is still alive and well. So we, we have made it through there. Yeah. That's nasty. Yeah, it really. Well, no, is. I haven't really. I I need to. That's on my list for the next week. Is to go peddle my wares. Not that I know what wares I have, but um, I will do my best because. All yeah, right. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to updates on that for next time, so we can oh. give you some some shout outs. And um, yeah, so for what I've got going on, if you're listening, feel free to check me out on Instagram. I will be sharing more about my garden and less about, well, no, not less, equal amounts about my garden and Dave Matthews. So, <laughs> look, we all have to have obsessions. Why not share them? Um, and Susan's on Instagram too. She shares her lovely little bouquets and such and her beautiful pigs. I do. So are you, what is it? SW bladder? Yeah. B-L-A-T-T-E-R. Yeah. Do you know what bladder means? Um, it means leaf. Does it? <clears throat> I had no idea. I had no idea until like, I don't know, 10 years ago, I went to a doctor who was married to a German doctor and she said, oh, I know what that means. And it's like, what? Oh, it means? In our lives, you know, having four kids, I didn't have it, but my kids and my husband had lots of snickers on that name. But, um, oh, that's perfect though. Gosh, I love that. Well, now we know. Now we know. So look for Susan on Instagram. She's got all kinds of good stuff going on. And we'll be back in May because there's a, a lot is going to happen between now and May. Oh, then yeah. May is when the rubber really hits the road. So That's stay right. tuned and we'll share all of our lovely things. So thank you, Susan, for the conversation. Thanks, and Corey. Until next time. Y'all take care of yourselves and take care of your plants.